Hubhopper Originals. I think whenever you you're building something, whenever you're looking at something new, after a certain milestone has been crossed and achieved, you want to know you want to build it into something which lasts. You want to uh, give it shape, dimension, and you don't want it to just be a passion project that keeps going on and on. And this is true for any art. I mean, ask a painter, ask a sculptor, ask a, a theater artist, anyone who's ever created something. Right? Once you get the initial appreciation. you've you've scaled to a certain audience range you want to you want to give it that structure of a monetized version of art welcome to the podcasting university looking for help on starting your own podcast then this is the place to be we will help you with everything from selecting your topic to promoting and monetizing your podcast in the simplest language possible listen to other podcasters who've been through the grind and learn from them as we interview them every week you can find more details on thepodcastinguniversity.com hello and welcome to episode 23 of the podcasting university this is your host dilip and in today's episode We are going to talk a lot about making business sense with your podcasts. And we have a very special guest with us who's not just a podcaster but uh, a lot more than that and who's going to walk us through a lot of those strategies. She is one of the youngest members of the Asocham Top 100 Entrepreneurs who has always been at the forefront of business innovation and diversification. She is also the CEO of Excel Corporation who is an all women HR company and is one of India's leading HR and content consulting organizations based in Bangalore. It has branches in Chennai and Mumbai and under her leadership the company has diversified into HR consulting, virtual HR services for startups, future skill development program etc. She is one of the first female business podcasters in India. and her podcast people who matter looks at capturing new perspectives and viewpoints on trending topics and issues at work and life and it has more than a lakh subscribers over 3 seasons and 29 episodes it enjoys listenership in india us canada europe singapore middle east and australia and a lot of the other countries as well her latest season has launched exclusively on one of the biggest audio platforms audible in a worldwide release that happened on January 2021 and features an interesting lineup of guests let us welcome bhargavi swami from people who matter to the podcasting university hello bhargavi welcome to the podcasting university thanks a lot for accepting the invite to come on the show Hi Dilip and hello everyone who listens to Podcast University thank you so much for having me Right great so uh, before we start off Bhagavi I just wanted to understand uh, a little more about you I think the audience would also like to know more uh, about you and about what people who matter is all about what is the show all about what is the premise of the show and uh, some of the details of how this this entire show started Sure absolutely um so well uh, it's it's been a journey uh, of self discovery along with the podcast itself i think most podcasters will tell you that um what started out for me um as a passion project um today is something that has become bigger than me it's become a brand and uh, it's amassed a lot of love uh, and a lot of listeners around the world so let me backtrack and tell you a little bit about myself Um so uh, for those who know me know that um, I didn't start out my career as a podcaster I'm actually an entrepreneur and uh, we run a very successful HR consulting company uh, which is based out of India and we cater to a lot of companies uh, which are you know completely in the corporate space so we work with multinationals uh, we work with uh, startups mid-sized businesses not only in India but also in Dubai and Singapore So what was actually running on as a day-to-day corporate business um suddenly opened up my eyes to this amazing access that I had uh, with a lot of who's who uh, from the corporate space. So I had access to you know the leading CEOs, CTOs, CXOs of the time from the biggest companies in finance, banking, technology, AI, blockchain. 
And I was just sitting on this on this uh, amazing platform that I have where I interact with them on a daily basis. And I had these amazing conversations that I was having with them in boardrooms and in meetings. And I was like, why aren't, why isn't it possible for me to actually share this kind of info uh, that I'm getting and gaining through them uh, to the world out there? And uh, coming from a human resources space, uh, dealing with human issues, right? Employment issues or uh, salary issues or gender pay gap issues or mm-hmm. uh, anything and everything which comes in between is a day-to-day uh, struggle or a day-to-day topic of discussion for me. And uh, I'm a very vocal person when it comes to pointing out things that are probably glitches in the system, trying my best to provide solutions to correct them, etc. And that's what I've been doing in my consulting service. Um so this came up as an idea to me. Um, also, my, my former background was as a uh, media and communication scholar uh, during my college days. So I was familiar with the audio editing bit. I was familiar with recording. I was familiar with video editing, etc. So I really wanted to give light to my passion. And I felt that uh, podcasting was a great way because um, it, it, it is uh, one of the easiest ways, I think, to produce content and uh, package it and put it out there compared to something that you do with a very expensive and high-end video production. And I weighed in the pros and cons. I was trying to see how much time of my own uh, life and of my own uh, work commitments can I take off and give it to this amazing thing called podcasting, which I started out. And uh, my journey into podcasting began in 2018. Um, I used to listen to a lot of podcasts, not in India, because there wasn't much available at that point of time. But I used to listen to a lot of it when I used to uh, visit my sister in the U.S. So NPR was one of my favorite podcast uh, stations because I, I just love value and infotainment. And um, I was trying to catch a lot of the good episodes there at NPR. And this was pretty much the genesis of me coming back to India and wanting to do something in that space. And then when I just found this perfect platform where I wanted to share voices of very, um, you know, in people who are at influential positions and experts of sorts of certain domains, I wanted to share their voices and ideas to the world. And that's how People Who Matter began. So, yes, uh, this is pretty much uh, how the journey of me getting into podcasting began. Great. So, you know, I think you answered a lot of the other questions that I was I was about to ask you. So that kind of explains why you decided on this specific podcast topic or the niche and the format of 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 the show. But what I would like to know, because considering that you've been an entrepreneur first and then you started podcasting. Right. I would like to know how has this podcast as in how has people who matter helped you in your core business, if at all it has helped you? Right. Right. I think it's a great question, Dilip. And uh, well, um, the secret is finally out. So basically, when you start something, right, especially when you come from an entrepreneurial mindset, you have to hustle and you have to hustle at probably every step of the way, right from getting a new client down to, you know, signing up a new business deal, providing services, hustling is pretty much a part of an everyday uh, life for us. So when when I actually end up doing a task or an action that I decide I want to do, um, I always see multiple ways how it can benefit my business. And that's how I actually put in my time, effort and energy uh, into anything at all. And despite the fact that I'm extremely passionate about it. So this, I think this entrepreneurial uh, mindset that I had and the frugality that business has taught me to have uh, led me to the way of podcasting. And uh, this is definitely a way of uh, subtle branding and marketing for my brand, uh, which is Excel Corporation. So the entire podcast uh, universe kind of opened up the doors for us to reach out to audiences that were not aware of my brand, Excel Corporation, because in every episode, I kind of give an intro of who I am and what I'm doing, and then begin with the topic of the episode and get the guest on board. And then, you know, we start. So, I mean, there's ample time for me to plug in things that I do about my brand, my company uh, into this. And there are a lot of anecdotes I share when an expert and me are exchanging ideas. So definitely this has helped my brand. And that was the idea that I set out with. This had to be somewhere, um, you know, opening doors for me, for newer clients, for newer businesses and industries. As you know, I mean, um, the disruption in business or the disruption in life itself is immense. Um, Anyone and everyone with a great idea today is a startup or definitely an an aspirational startup for sure. So I think for me, anyone and everyone listening to my podcaster uh, helps me in two ways. They can become a future client or a customer for me. But at the same time, they're also people who are like 
uh, applying for job interviews who want to know something more, who want to get information about, you know, the latest thing in the market. And I've got a subject expert, uh, you know, there as a guest on my show and they listen to it. And I've, I've got several, um, I think, comments and feedbacks from uh, a lot of people listening to the podcast saying, hey, oh my God, I didn't know about this. And I learned about this in your podcast. And uh, trust me, this really helped me improve my scaling in my organization and things like that. So yeah, definitely it's helped. Right. Yeah, that's nice. I am, I'm sure most of the business podcasts uh, primarily look at podcasting as a, a brand building, uh, you know, addition to their existing business. So I'm, I'm sure that way it would have helped you uh, in your business. But, uh, you know, Bhargavi, as in while you, you were talking about hustling and, you know, uh, startup entrepreneurship it's it's extremely demanding you need to spend a lot of time there yes so uh, you know when it comes to podcasting uh, while recording an audio is is easy but and i've seen that you you've been doing youtube videos and then you probably are extracting uh, you know you've been extracting audio from that youtube videos but uh, how much time do you and how do you get the time to uh, you know as in the time that you put into creating your show what is the editing process as in is there a support that you get uh, what is the editing process how much time do you uh, put into this entire uh, podcasting thing all right so Dilip, actually when i was hearing you say the things that we're doing it sounds like a lot it sounds like oh my god are we actually doing so much am i doing that much but um i think as a personality um i'm used to i think uh, multitasking and omnitasking since the time i, I remember um, so for me, unless I have like five to 10 activities in a day, um, the day is not complete. So I'm that kind of a restless, energetic kind of a person. So for me to have, uh, you know, something beyond my business was the was the reason I wake up every morning. I, I think it became like that because um, my business is now a decade old. So we are not exactly a startup. We're actually a proper consulting business, which has been around for over 10 to 11 years. So um, that part of my business is pretty set. We have a team in place. I have leads. I have managers who are already running the show for me. And uh, I'm, of course, a day-to-day part of that organization for all strategic acquisitions, decisions, mergers, etc. But I think when I realized that my business was at a stage and a scale where it didn't need me as much uh, every day, that's actually when I decided that I should go beyond and start doing the branding uh, of our company itself and of the new services that we were offering uh, in the startup and the normal space. We were doing something called virtual consulting, virtual HR, um, and pretty much outsourcing the HR work of companies um, uh, and acting as HR managers for them with points of contact. So we were we were trying to bring in a new model of business for us. And that was the right time for me to start something like podcasting because the newness of the product and the newness of the podcast uh, kind of coincided and worked hand in hand for more uh, more people to know about us and, you know, more, more, uh, more information to get out there. So uh, when I started the podcast, um, I, I was a one woman show. Uh, as I think most podcasters are or still continue to be. And that's a great right. thing because I, I think only you know your product the best, right? So it's yeah. it's really difficult to outsource the work as such to a team, etc. So um, I started as a one-woman show and um, it was just, uh, I was lucky. The space that I was sitting out of, I was working out, out of a really fancy co-working space in Bombay and uh, in Mumbai. And uh, I uh, happened to uh, chance upon this unutilized audio room of sorts uh, in that specific space. And it had okay. a, it had an amazing uh, Sennheiser mic. There was, uh, uh, you know, a proper Mac setup, which was there. So it was a great room. It's just that nobody knew how to use it because unfortunately the, the office was a finance and a fintech heavy office. So mm-hmm. it was, it pretty much became like part of the wall decoration, right? The, all, all the equipment and the furniture. And uh, there was really nobody who uh, wanted to, or was interested at all to discover this. And I just jumped at the opportunity. I was like, oh my God, awesome. Great. I mean, I'll, I'll at least give a try to the podcasting space without much investment from my side, because I know a lot right. of podcasters start actually with uh, researching about microphones and headphones and laptops and, you know, and then kind of get all the products together and then start podcasting. Uh, my advice to a lot of people, um, actually from my own experience, is that try to make do with what you have. Of course, a decent pair of headphones and a microphone absolutely doesn't hurt. It just enhances the quality. But if you can control the noise levels at your end, uh, wherever you are, and there are multiple ways of doing that, um, you can try and start a podcast from where you are and just see if you're actually passionate enough to 
pull it through so the same thing happened with me i just right. i was just testing the water saying hey am i passionate enough to do this every week i mean is this even going to happen to me so uh, my podcast was scheduled fortnightly so i only had to produce two episodes a month and i continue to keep it that way because i think quality should not at all be diluted um and my personal commitments or my official commitments should not get in the way of producing a really good uh, quality episode so um i started with using the garage band app uh, for editing um <laughs> and i was using uh, the sanheiser mic as i said and i had a, a apple uh, mac for recording and storing all the information and data and um, i know the basics of audio and video editing as i said my background was in media and communication when i started out in college so yeah. i i just had to you know um, brush up those skills again because it had rusted for the last 8 to 10 years so it was just pretty much picking it up and just doing a basic edit and seeing how it sounds and talking to a few of my friends who are actually in the business of editing professionally for movies and things like that and just picking up a few tips and then going back at it and editing the episodes um i also i think one advantage i had uh, over probably a few others who get into podcasting is i know the the behind the scenes of the editing right so when i record i record my episode as an editor i know exactly mm-hmm. where i want to cut i know i i lead them on to spaces and points which i know will extract that kind of uh, answer or sometimes of course they surprise me but i i more or less have an idea of what i'm doing when i'm getting them to talk when i get a guest to talk or the questions that i'm trying to put in and i'm very aware yeah. of the time that i want to shorten that episode to so if i record for an hour and i'm producing only a 20 minute or a 30 minute content piece i know exactly where we are steering off where we are coming back and in my head i have those cut points while i'm talking to them so the minute i finish the whole recording process i take around half an hour with the laptop and myself where i'm just making files and i'm saving them and i'm i'm i'm, I'm pretty organized when it comes to work not really in real life but uh, so uh, i i kind of categorize them into folders you know an intro part 1 part 2 part 3 part 4 so i i i file and i i keep those very organized as soon as i finish because i know later i might not remember um you know what okay. they said and where i wanted that cut point so i mention those i make my notes and then it's set it's done with at least a recording prep is done and the post recording prep is done um post that of course um like any other editor um and any other hustler i moonlight as a podcaster that i love to say that i really do <laughs> moonlight like a podcaster so when the when the moon is up and the owls are out in trees hooting away that's when i start my <laughs> podcasting <laughs> editing work right so nice. yes yeah so that's me um uh, so yeah that that's the way i edit like i said i, I used to use garage band but then what happened is uh, season 1 was unexpectedly very good and i i give complete credit to a lot of the guests who came on board we had people from uh, um big basket which is a leading grocery app which recently got acquired by tata uh, with the main stakes right. there uh, we had people from um, uh, startups which are unicorns like id fresh foods uh, we had somebody from um, at deloitte we had somebody from facebook we had so we i mean the the tribe was just growing and growing right and um, i don't think india had or i mean there were no original made in india podcasts at that point of time from a business perspective which right. were um, using uh, or utilizing experts and getting them to share their talks etc i think news channels hadn't started that and uh, uh, no one else really in the business community that i knew had done it either i did my research for it of course and we'll talk about that but um, i think this is what i saw that there wasn't too much content in that space and i was one of the first made in india podcast and it doesn't help that i was a female podcaster because well trust me everybody loves to hear a woman's voice i think it's a nice <laughs> it's a nice way to start the day it's a nice way to end the day so <laughs> right yeah so i think that didn't hurt either um so yeah that that's how so since the first season was so good and we were growing so immensely in terms of subscriber base uh, um and we reached to a worldwide audience season 2 i kind of got help i got some interns on board because again frugality of an entrepreneur kicked in and mm-hmm. i did not want to go all out and spend on it because i just thought okay must be beginners luck and you know nothing is there in the horizon yet in india and maybe because of that and in 2019 2020 the podcast scene really picked up in india we had some celebrities coming out of po- with podcasts and entertainment right. lifestyle we had business channels suddenly throwing up these you know big podcasts like money control um we had uh, 
professional organizations like IVM, which is now acquired by Pratilipi. So all these guys um, were also there, uh, you know, promoting the platform of podcasting and trying to get more podcasters on it. So it was, it was wonderful to see the growth in podcasting then. And that's why I realized I need to get some professional help. So uh, more than I think the editing part of it, the editing, of course, I could still handle it. And these uh, uh, interns, uh, my future podcasting team uh, mm-hmm. definitely kicked in in terms of refining what I had edited. Uh, but I think they help more with the marketing side of things. Like we realized we have to really, really make a noise and stand out. And um, I, I, you know, very often say that people like us who are entrepreneurs are no celebrities. We, we really used to grunt work and hard work. So right. we don't shy away from it. But at the same time, you have to be visible to be heard, um, even as a podcaster. I'm sure you at Podcasting Community uh, University also do the same. There are multiple ways, you know, we, we generate social media content to be on there, out there and commenting on things and, you know, just making sure we're there so people come to our podcast and um, listen to it and more people discover it. I think the element of discovery is what we're looking out for. Right. So that really helped when I had a team on board. Hmm. Okay. A good, good, good couple of points. Uh, you know, something that I really liked is that, you know, uh, there are a lot of people that I, I actually talk to who have an idea for a podcast who are an existing, who are existing entrepreneurs. So most of the times, uh, you know, the question is, should I, you know, I'm just starting off with my business. Is it okay to start off a podcast as well? So I think uh, some of those questions will get answered by what you said, because till the time you haven't established your core business, kind of, um, you know, getting pulled into multiple directions can at times impact your your core business. So uh, that's a good point. But uh, coming back to the the research piece, uh, yeah. Bhargavi, now, uh, you know, yours is a business podcast, has a very niche population as in, uh, a group who might be interested in that topic while you know, there could be others also who would be interested but i think your podcast uh, attracts more professionals uh, you know startups entrepreneurs uh, so you know that that kind of a very niche audience who would be interested in uh, learning interested in knowledge to get that kind of an audience and to uh, know if there really is that kind of an audience uh, while your HR consultancy firm could have helped you to some extent, but there there is something that you would have done to even as in see if there is an audio audience for that kind of a topic, right? Absolutely. So, um, okay, this is going to take me way back three years ago. Um, so, as I say, I was I was really um, at a cusp of uh, a career crisis of sorts, where I was just thinking that okay, I'm, I've built this business and it's running well, and what mm-hmm. next? And what next is a question I think that keeps most people awake, most entrepreneurs awake, most creators awake, right? What next is if you've scaled a particular milestone that you set up for yourself, uh, unfortunately or fortunately, the human mind triggers the what next. Like, okay, I've done this. Let me challenge myself a little more. And that's what happened with the the whole podcasting process. And definitely I did not jump into it, uh, you know, blindfolded. I was very aware of what I was getting into when I did do my research. So let me, let me start with in 2018, I did a basic Google search and I said podcasting in India. And it threw up two platforms, which was IVM Podcasts and Avaaz.com. Avaaz is a Hindi uh, podcast platform. And IVM, of course, was a collective of different contributors who make individual podcasts and they place it on IVM as a platform. So what Spotify is today was what IVM was then. Um, Okay, so this is is the comparison. And um, once that threw up, there was literally no guideline saying, how do you start a podcast? Nobody was talking about it, at least in the Indian context. So all the information that I got about podcasting and what it is and how should I set up and what kind of setup I need was everything from Europe, from US, from Canada, from Australia. Every single information bit was coming from these countries and nothing to do with me as an Asian uh, content creator or me as a South Asian content creator. So that was Great. that was very challenging because a lot of things they were talking about is not possible in the context of my world and where I am. Because a lot of equipment was a challenge in 2018. Even Amazon wasn't stocking everything that we're talking about today. I mean, I remember during COVID and the pandemic and the lockdown time, Amazon kind of stocked up with every single equipment desirable to a podcaster, video content creator, and it was delivered to doorstep. But in in 2018, that was still not happening. So it was a lot of of pre-planning, a lot of should I do this? Will this be good? And when you do something, I always believe you should give it your 100% and try to get it in the best quality possible for you. So unless that's 
what's not happening don't do something uh, or at least don't share it with the world and you know um, i think that that is something it, at least my credibility was at stake so i had to be okay. super careful when i was trying to pick up something like this um the reason uh, i chose a business podcast was that was the easiest thing for me to do i had access i had an audience and i was going to go out there i was aware of the number of people who used to contact me on a day to day basis dilip um mm-hmm. i mean i i kid you not there were i was available on linkedin and twitter at that point of time and uh, people would actually flood them in with uh, questions these are we're talking about college students in their um, undergrad courses in their second year or third year um we were talking about uh, fresh graduates who've just got out not getting jobs in the market we're talking about uh, people who are in the midlife crisis of you know 35 to 45 trying to see what to do after a maternity break or after a career break they've taken a sabbatical they want to come back and in india these things are challenging even today when you take right. a break right of a career break which is very easy in the west you take a break it's very understandable to everyone that you've taken a break and that's fine it's to discover yourself and learn something new and you just pick up where you where you started in right. the indian context because there are so many of us right the competition is crazy it's cutthroat the minute you drop off from the race it's pretty much someone else is there to replace you so it's very hard for somebody who drops off uh, to get back in there and they have a lot of questions on how to where can i why and what can i do you know to improve myself so these kind of things were coming up in thousands in my email accounts or in my twitter boxes it was crazy i mean the dms that i used to try to answer in a day were crazy and that's when i realized that okay there is a population that will definitely listen to something i put out it may be a mere 100 maybe thousands maybe 20000 that's about it but i was like okay there will be people who will get benefit from what i do of course as a okay. as a shrewd entrepreneur i'm thinking uh, you know like oh this is a great subtle marketing platform for me but at the end of the day whatever i create i mean now or in the future is always to give back to the community that gave me so much and try to help in however small or big way that i can so i was right. i was literally addressing these people who were on, in my inboxes and i knew that in india the podcasting bug had bitten only the youth people who are right. tech savvy who are who are you know familiar with downloading different apps and reviewing them and understanding them this is the population that i'm targeting so my population was pretty much starting from an 18 year old to a 35 year old it's just surprising that these 18 year olds and 20 year olds and 35 year olds have actually shared my podcast links of the season 1 with their older counterparts whether it's their fathers or uncles and others who are actually trying to stay relevant in a very digitally driven economy and digitally driven market and by mm-hmm. by i think 2018 india was already halfway there with everything turning digital uh, with the new government's push etc so i think everybody was trying to suddenly figure out how to stay relevant and this was the population that actually wrote to me and that's why in in season 1 um and there's an episode 10 which talks about how to stay relevant post your 50s and right. that particular episode spiked we actually had listenership from the age range of 45 to around 60 for that particular one and it was crazy because i didn't know that podcasting could be this popular i didn't know that there's going to be this much of a market i really have to be honest i was expecting a very moderate to an okay audience for of the first few episodes of season 1 i did not expect a spike i did not definitely be expected to be with audible for sure in season 3 but i mean it just opened up my eyes to how we categorize people right i think that maybe a housewife is not interested in a business podcast or a a, a person who's uh, uh um you know given up a career a uh, very lucrative career in a financial space uh, to become a teacher is not interested in a business podcast but we were not talking about business only and that was the beauty i think of the podcast we were talking about life in general like staying relevant post your 50s is a very generic topic it doesn't have to be corporate corridor related right it can be right. anything from from my dad to your dad to everybody else and i think this these kind of topics which the topics made the episodes amazing we had a topic called the science of happiness and that particular episode again peaked i think it was episode 5 or 6 of season 1 and we had a behavioral scientist who came on board and was talking about the how how people have to categorize happiness as a science and it's become a core part of a lot of educational systems where they have happiness officers in um, mm-hmm. education institutions now companies have uh, given so much to having happiness and wellness officers you, i mean there are designations called chief happiness officer cho and chief wellness right. officer cwo in companies as big as deloitte and google and linkedin and so on and so forth So I think these were the kind of topics I think the topics were interesting the topics were new and unique and this was attracting not just the people interested in a business podcast but 
people in general that's that's why the show is called people who matter and it's not about money matters or business matters or let's start up entrepreneurial journey it's it wasn't that good points uh, so you were already there on social media you got uh, a kind of uh, subtle feedback from customer while it was not a direct feedback saying okay no you go start a podcast we are you know we would love to hear from you but just because of the conversation you kind of figured out or you could understand that there is a market for an audio uh, show and there are people who would consume the kind of topics that you are already touching upon yes right? yes that's right right great so before i i uh, come to that audible part uh, you know there is there is one more thing that i wanted to check with you so you said as in uh, we understand irrespective of how much ever uh, research we do or uh, ready made audience that i would have there still needs to be some amount of promotion in order to uh, widen the reach of your podcast so what kind of promotional techniques did you uh, follow on and what kind of support did you get in terms of promoting your uh, show okay i think that is a question i can write a book on and i've recently authored something <laughs> in, the, in the direction during covid so let's see if that sees light of day but um yes uh, so marketing right um it's such a wide topic and today there are just so many ways of marketing and branding and pr um that it's mind boggling so uh, i'm going to talk about marketing that evolved even for people who matter podcast from season 1 to season 2 and today we are in season 3 so every time i've tried to do a little bit uh, more in the marketing space uh, i've definitely learned a lot more i've learned of what not to do what went wrong and uh, i definitely am happy to share all those tricks and tips with people because um, please learn from other people's mistakes because podcasting really it takes a long time to monetize so right. not rather learn from somebody else's mistake than make expensive mistakes on your own so okay so let's start with what i did wrong and then we'll go to what i did right season 1 um like i said i had no expectation of this podcast to become famous or big or people caring about it too much except for mm. my immediate follower base my immediate audience base on social media and of course my friends and families who i have blackmailed to listen to the podcast so it's pretty much right. okay so it's pretty much them so uh, i didn't expect too much and i didn't do too much for season 1 i made the podcast i made some really nice cute creatives on canva.com which is again a super easy site for everybody to use you know basic really? designing and if you're aware of uh, photoshop and things like that please go ahead and create posters and in uh, definitely if you're somebody who's middle aged and who have access to children right social media savvy children please use their insights into what's cool and what's not and i'm telling you they will be better designers than even the paid ones that you hire so Right. Okay, so these are things that you can do, but uh, yeah. So I didn't, I didn't really care too much, and uh, I didn't have again access, or I didn't want to go to a lot of people at that point of time to talk about my podcast because I really wanted to know what the immediate, you know, my my focus group of say a hundred people are saying about the mm-hmm. podcast, and if they say it is okay, then I was happy to share that link on social media and other places and everything. It was the first episode, okay. right? Uh, I also my parents often keep reminding me that I'm born with a little too much confidence, so I'm pretty confident about. <laughs> whatever i do you know it's like mistakes made okay very confidently done successes have very confident about this so it's it's worked for me and against me all my life so again so i, I didn't have that much nervousness or you know the the basic fear that most humans will go through i was very confident about what i was doing <laughs> okay so jokes apart i got the entire product ready and my first episode i think was around uh, 25 minutes i would like to say i have to just go back and check on it but my very first episode of season 1 was around 25 mm-hmm. minutes and i had interviewed the former um uh, chief uh, of uh, operating officer of times of india group bennett and colman group which is a huge media publication group uh, okay. you know in india so i had in- interviewed him because again i had access to this fantastic office space where he was also a part of it so it was just like mm. a walk in ha- and one more advantage that i had compared to a lot of other people as an entrepreneur i'm very good at networking i'm very very good at making relations and relations that last i mean it when i try to you know connect with someone and i really really mm. wish them well and i will probably always cross sell whatever they do along with you know push whatever i have done as well so okay. i had a great working relationship with him and he was very gracious to say okay podcast ha huh? have you done this before and i was like no i haven't so he's like 
all right, let's have some fun. Let's go go do that. And I was so grateful that he came from a media background. So he understood what I was trying to do. And he was like, okay, experimenting. I'll just be a part of this experiment and we'll see where it goes. And that conversation was crazy. We were scheduled for, I think, uh, a half an hour slot of recording. But it just flowed on so naturally and so beautifully that I think it went on to, I think, 50, 55 minutes. And both of us had, I think, calls uh, with our overseas counterparts exactly five, 10 minutes later. And we were pretty much like, oh my God, this was so much fun. When did I do this before? And things like that. Huh. Packed up my bags right. and, you know, went our own separate ways to separate audio rooms to do our calls. So, um, so I didn't, I didn't think too much about it. I had fun, right? I had a lot of fun doing it. And that's very essential as a podcaster, unless you are not having Correct. fun in the process. Um, I'm not saying you should have fun listening to the episode because trust me, I know a lot of people in the media space, actors, creative producers, directors, writers who can't go back to what they have created. Like once it's created, it's out there for the world to see. Like I can't go back and listen to uh, something that I have done. I can listen to yeah. during editing. I can listen to it, you know, to catch the glitches. And if anybody points out something, I can go back to it. But to sit back and enjoy an episode like a listener, oh, that's challenging. Right. right. So I don't know. I don't know how I, I, I don't know if I'm unique in that, but I think a lot of people are like that. Like a, a really good author I recently interviewed. Um, she said, after I've done the 50th draft of that novel, I can't read it. Like once it's out there for people, please, you all read it and tell me how great I am or how bad I am and how shitty it is. But please don't make me read my own book. I can't. <laughs> that's right. That's that's uh, natural with a lot of people because, you know, even after I, as in once the once it's out there, yeah. you know, even when it comes to me, as in I don't want to go back and uh, listen to it because I, I somehow feel that, you know, I'm, I cannot tolerate myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you got me wrong. I love myself. I can totally tolerate myself. <laughs> I, I just yeah. I just can't go through that process because see, we're recording right now and I'm enjoying right. the fun in the moment. I'm not I'm I can't relive this fun, right? As as a listener, it's discovery for them. And for us it's right. just seriousness, like, oh my god, 50th time listening to my own episode. Like how oh, wow. Right. So I I I so I am like that. And um, that's why I think I couldn't market myself very well in the first few episodes. And it was just my immediate circle that got the links and everything else. I, I don't know if this was Destiny's plan or what it was. They kind of quadrupled the reach. Because the good thing about me, the 100 people that I had chosen were influencers in their own right. They were business people. Okay. They were family members. They were friends. Um, they were media journalists. And they're all my friends. I, I didn't try to push a PR thing to them. And I was more like, hey, I've done something new. And, you know, before the reunion, why don't you catch it and tell me the feedback and stuff. And through them, it kind of went places. Another right. another lucky thing I did, I mean, now it seems very smart and I would like to say I decided this, but I think it was more necessity in what was available. So I hosted my podcast on this platform called Buzzsprout. You mm -hmm. might be aware of it. So it's a, it's a great uh, distribution platform. And uh, mm -hmm. uh, in 2018, again, I didn't have an opportunity to put it anywhere else. India didn't have okay. any spaces where I could host it unless right. I, you know, unless I pay a platform to do that. And Definitely, I'm a frugal entrepreneur. I'm not going to pay anybody till I know where my reach is and is it even doing well. So I was like, okay, right. let me just like go ahead and take this Buzzsprout um, distribution part. And I hosted my podcast feed on it. And because of that, that had natural discovery um, worldwide outside India. Uh, hmm. And the main markets were, of course, US, North uh, Canada, uh, Australia, where it automatically reached people. And I was now getting uh, connected to an audience that actually doesn't come in my basic circle of an audience, business or otherwise. And they were writing back to me saying, oh, my God, this is really cool. We didn't know that India uh, had these issues or I, we didn't know that India is doing all these things in the business space. There was one uh, really interesting episode. It was it was from an entrepreneur again in season one. Uh, he was talking about starting up in India versus starting up in U.S., Okay, that's it. Okay. And that was mm. that was a fantastic hit because a lot of people in US were listening to it and they were understanding the problems within this the place there. And this is important for people who are trying to start up, right? And people are trying to start right. up everywhere now. So this was such an important topic back then also and today that, you know, that particular episode again is spiking and it's, it's still getting a lot of attention. So I think the same thing happened with this. Um, the organic reach that my immediate circle gave uh, kind of put me on the map where I, I understood that there is a bigger audience out there. And maybe now I should start actually doing some proper marketing for this. And uh, I didn't know, I didn't know how to start because there was no context in India for me or in the Asian market for me uh, to see how other podcasters are doing, except for that IVM and Avas, they were funded platforms. So, you know, their, their journey is going to be different from mine. 
and right. i didn't know how to go about it and i was really really raking my head so i started with okay let me just share it on social media and put it up with you know i did a basic design a cover design and everything which is laughable today but uh, at that point in time i thought it was very cool so i did that um and and i put up a little thing i, I wrote captions I, i didn't know too much about this hashtag trend so i was trying to put whatever hashtag i wanted like oh yeah lucky me podcast journey begins <laughs> and all all that you know so i was doing all kinds of things uh, whichever pleased me <laughs> i was right. like this must be right this must be the way forward because there was no context i couldn't talk to anyone who had done it and who had marketed it forget about anybody else i mean if a company is marketing something for you you can just close your eyes and go to sleep but if you're marketing it yourself you need to have context you need to see people who are doing it and uh, the only people abroad who i could see very visibly doing it of course was gary v he's everywhere um there were a lot of other podcasters smaller podcasters that were tied up with you know uh, spotifys and audibles at that point of time and i was seeing that okay these are good platforms to probably journey towards as we grow bigger but right now i'm on my own so let me just see what i can do so in season 2 i hired help uh, mainly for the marketing and branding because i realized that i wasn't i wasn't there i wasn't there yeah. i wasn't cool enough to probably come up with my own marketing strategy i mean i i admit it and I, i think as a person you should understand that as a team lead as an entrepreneur as a as a uh, domestic person taking care of household things if you don't know something either learn it or delegate ask somebody else who's good at it to please come and do it right like, don't point, yeah. don't make your product suffer and especially when you've put in so much heart and soul into it and actually people are saying it's good so please delegate and there is no shame in saying i don't know i can't do this please come and step up and do it because see if god has given everybody different gifts you're good at something else somebody else must be really good at something else so uh, keeping that principle in mind i said i really am not good at this especially to cater to today's audience which is 18 year old and i was around i think what uh, 29 30 when i started the podcast so i was like okay i really can't uh, so i need somebody to come in and i got this really two uh, cute kids from uh, straight out of university one was in i think second year undergrad one was in first year masters program and they both were mm-hmm. actually into computer programming one was studying i think ai and blockchain and the other was doing something i, I mean i i can't recall right now data science and something else but both of them were passionate about social media that's what was a commonality mm-hmm. between them and i just put up a random um, i think ad on social media in one of those groups saying hi anybody interested in this new concept called podcasting and wants to try their hand at an internship you know just to experiment please hit me up that's it and i got a few okay. i got a few people writing back but a lot of the the english the written english was questionable so i was like no mm-hmm. way there's no way these guys can handle my marketing so these were definitely uh you know two individuals who seem to know their mind and they applied in and I was like okay please you know come on board and let's see where this goes so um they walked in and they gave me like these ideas which which is jumping they said let's make a trailer for season 2 and why haven't you done that so far and i'm like yeah why haven't i done that so fast this is so cool <laughs> and then you know i got like readied up and uh, we had this proper shoot that we did all across just for a 30 second trailer it took us like okay. half a day to shoot and i you know i had to completely glam up and go and get a makeover of sorts and i i'm usually very well turned out as an entrepreneur but i mean this particular shoot these kids were so uh, vehement and adamant on a certain look and they were like oh this is not suiting no this is not okay please go and change and i'm like <laughs> i can't believe this is happening <laughs> so basically um they pretty much utilized every single uh, talent personality trait physical attribute that i had <laughs> to make to basically make a decent teaser for season 2 and we kind of gave like a countdown and we also realized that we had to educate people at least in india about what our podcast is mm-hmm. because nobody knew what a podcast is so we came up with these really quirky things uh, we did um, i think what we call instagram reels today uh, the 15 second reels we did 15 second videos um, uh, back in 28 2019 and uh, we were talking about uh, what is a podcast and it 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 talks in different indian languages as you know india has over i think 700 languages with 20 28 states so we had to be very very careful in terms of uh, 20 29 states uh, we had to be very careful about the kind of uh, uh, what we're trying to communicate we didn't want to be an english podcast alone or we didn't want to say only an english audience is our audience but we wanted to educate the community as such about what a podcast is maybe to pave the way for future podcasters in india and you know self made podcasters in india so right. 
that's what happened with us and uh, we started making what is a podcast and we came up with hindi things uh, uh, you know hindi tamil telugu kannada malayalam punjabi bihar bengali uh, bhojpuri and we came up with little quirky things and that did very very well and that just started yeah. like circulating as you know little memes at that point of time um after that we came up of course i said the teaser for the announcement and everything and then we we also used a lot of the experts who came on board uh, we tried to ask them to share it further in their uh, you know in their particular communities we tried to use uh, i think facebook promotional posts at that point of time which we've stopped doing now but we did all that we tried to boost the posts etc so i learned a lot about all this because external help came in i mm-hmm. might not have figured it out myself is what i want to say but season 3 of course we have uh, audible as our partners um, they are pushing things now there are more Um, people coming up to us for interviews and you know pretty much like what we're doing right now uh, and a lot of other magazines are covering us newspapers are covering us writing articles about us and how we're a self-made podcast and how we're making it big and things like that so yeah i, I think the growth story has been good for us mm, great so you know uh, i had kept the best part for the last so now that you've spoken about audible now that's something that i wanted to understand a little more now uh from what i understand your show is on a paid model on audible right uh yes so first of all what i wanted to understand is now you had a season 1 a season 2 which had tremendous audience good listenership when you move into a paid model and specifically from an indian market perspective yeah you know uh spending on something like listening to an audio or watching a movie uh, isn't you know it doesn't come naturally to to a lot of people so when you moved into a paid model on audible it there could have been some impact on your overall listenership so how did you make that decision to move to a paid model on on audible okay so a fantastic question and that's um, so this this is a decision i didn't take very lightly um there was a lot of pre planning months of understanding where i want the future of the podcast to go uh how do i mm. want to grow it because i didn't want this to be a one hit wonder i didn't want this to be just a season 1 and season 2 being fantastic organic reach and so on and so forth i think whenever you you're building something whenever you're looking at something new after a certain milestone has been crossed and achieved you want to know you want to build it into something which lasts you want to uh, give it shape dimension and you don't want it to just be a passion project that keeps going on and on and this is true for any art i mean ask a painter ask a sculptor ask a, a theater artist anyone who's ever created something right once you get the initial appreciation okay. you've you've scaled to a certain audience range you want to you want to give it that structure of a monetized version of art and right. it's not just me everybody before me has done it and probably people after me are trying to do this as well so that was definitely the future i was seeing for people who matter podcast i definitely wanted to monetize this as an entity because i also feel sometimes um i also realize that it's a valuetainment um okay i don't know if that's a new word or not but that's the kind of podcast mine is it's not infotainment right. it's valuetainment i mean every episode that you listen to you really go back enriched with new ideas you have a new perspective of the world around you and the shelf life of those episodes are still very fresh today what i did in 2018 people are still listening to it and contributing saying oh my god so relevant and we're in 2021 post pandemic and everything so right. i think the kind of content that i created i knew this was valuable content and i knew if i'm creating valuable content i want i want people to give a certain value to get a certain value for this kind of a piece okay. this was not a fiction piece i was creating it was non fiction and um, this was pretty much my life story being put out on a podcast uh, what i've learned what i've done how i'm trying to give back to the community etc so i was very clear from the beginning that i'm going to monetize it and i only made this decision when i realized i have a worldwide audience like i kept saying my listenership is not in india alone my listenership mm-hmm. has its markets outside india and a 50% strong market outside india uh, that's what my analytics say so i so i that is phenomenal for an indian podcast and that's not happened too much before so i i i definitely understand also the culture in the west and now which is seeping in into india as well where people are okay to spend a little on something of value which gives them some sort of uh, entertainment along with some kind of learning and this will probably benefit them in the future and it's a good happy healthy listen and you know nobody's upset about it at the end of it so right. i think if that is the model i was going for and i'm trying to encourage that kind of habit in india as well because trust me i don't want to look at something free even if it's a netflix or an amazon or a spotify or anything else they are all they all giving you subscription based models now nobody is giving anything for free their content is also really good 
and there are very few right. places where you can get anything for free now at high quality or something of value something you enjoy so i think the similar kind of model is going to go for podcasts as well when more and more podcasters who believe that their product is good actually should go ahead and monetize it because you know that is really the the litmus test for you am i good enough to be monetized i mean i mm. i really think that is that is what it is and once you monetize right that's when you become even more serious about your product that's when you actually start uh, giving it your all every single thing that you can probably do right better marketing better production quality better content quality better writing better guests better everything and it's a it's a self check for you and you need that right. after three seasons of a podcast i needed it because otherwise i'm going to get very complacent and just like rest on my laurels and be like oh okay all right i've done it big deal so whatever i dish up these people are going to just take it and that's not how it should be I, there should be growth for me too as a person as a podcaster so i think this step was very crucial it was very well thought of and i mean like today i believe that it's in the right direction because i'm still waiting for my first quarterly report uh, from audible mm-hmm. but um, uh, i understand that the initial uh, thing has been really good i understand that my particular podcast season 1 2 and now 3 uh, has got the maximum insights uh, insight points um, in in a, a per minute uh calculation so when you when you actually trying to analyze the entire podcast of say 20 minutes or 30 minutes every minute mm-hmm. of the podcast has really high impressions in terms of insights in terms of how many people have rested on it paused there listened to it taken it in reacted to it so i mean that's very gratifying i honestly did not expect it and today even today i count it as a blessing that it's happening but i mean i i really give it my all and i think that is why it is what it is so like i said every great art once it's monetized is when you actually believe that this is a mark of an artist you feel you feel like validated as a podcaster and that's what's happened to me as well i feel validated today as a podcaster who's done it on their own and not uh, you know uh, got the support of any other platform to be where i am except for the right. wonderful guests and my friends uh, who really encouraged and you know made it what it is today so yeah that was a step right. of why i wanted to monetize right so you know i'm sure uh, like what i said there could have been an impact on your overall listenership so did that bother you saying that okay today i have maybe you know 50000 people listening to it it might go down uh, to maybe 25000 uh, listeners so uh, did that really bother you um no i don't think that bothered me because i think my listeners if you're listening to the podcast that i'm catering to it um the next step that i take when i give you even better content with even better production quality uh, i believe that they will pay and this is uh, i think our, our my podcast is priced uh, quite normally on audible right um, yeah. it is not one of uh, those you know it's not like a it's not a title book by of course <laughs> the obamas uh, where you know it's it's over the roof and you can also right. get it on credit points on audible and i think it's a great platform of discovery for people as well i mean through me probably they'll also discover uh, i mean audible's already big enough they don't need me but in general i think it's a great exchange a lot of my audiences are now discovering audible as a platform and understanding about their books and their audio books mm. and all the other different titles and all the other different international podcasts that are available here um so a lot, it's a discovery for a lot of people and they're enjoying it as well so no it didn't bother me that my listenership is going to go down because i believe that now the true listeners who actually believe in what i'm doing who want to get value from what i'm doing so i'm pretty much i think in, i don't want to go after point of time it's not quantity it's quality right so you're not right. you know you don't want a quantifying number of listeners uh, or a quantum of listeners listening to you for the sake of listening to you only because you know there's a notification and they're saying oh bhargavi dropped a new episode okay let me listen mm-hmm. to five minutes chalo ho gaya i listen to it and let me just move on move on to the something else you know for the sake of like attendance in in class right like right, i'm right. here yeah so <laughs> i don't want that i want someone who's actually listening to me enjoying it loving what i put out and staying with me till the end that's the kind of listener i want and i mean i think right. after three seasons that's what i want maybe that's not somebody else's journey but it's definitely my journey for people who matter podcast and we're not stopping there i mean now uh, today with the success of people who matter podcast um, we've actually started a content a podcast production division in my own company where we now we're, mm-hmm. we're producing content we're producing podcasts for brands both in india as well as abroad and uh, we're curating customized podcasts for them so we're not stopping right. with one podcast we're going to go on and on with others as well and this is like a it's like a you know proof of concept for me that i've done this and yeah definitely i can replicate this with a lot of others 
right and 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 i liked i agree to that point saying that you know uh, you're actually filtering uh, your audience uh, to you know to get only those serious listeners to listen to your show because that's what will matter to the overall uh, you know from an overall satisfaction from a uh, as a creator or content creator or as a pro- or a producer of the podcast so i think that is that that is something that uh, you know uh, for somebody moving into an audible platform monetizing it that's a benefit that somebody can look at while the listenership might go down but then what we know is that these are quality listeners who are really interested in your content absolutely absolutely right so bhargavi now uh, you know being on audible uh, and being as a paid pay, uh, paid podcast on audible so what are if for somebody who wants to take that route what are some of the prerequisites to uh, to get listed on audible or you know to take that uh, paying model on audible okay so again great question and i can i'm not an complete expert on it but i can only t- tell you about my own journey of how it happened mm-hmm. and it was very unexpected again um i was in talks with a couple of platforms including spotify geo savan which is a, a good indian brand um uh, which also encourages a lot of regional and english podcasts uh and right. of course audible i was in talks with all three of these platforms uh for something new actually and those conversations of course as anybody who's a podcast producer or anyone who's in the media space you know it's a long drawn game uh, it's patience and patience and more patience and those conversations are still ongoing but okay. uh, they were all interested in something that um, i had ready uh, like you know something that they can license out and that was mm-hmm. the model that a lot of them prefer uh, any of these platforms right they want ready content where you've already got 10 20 30 40 episodes um, and it's up to you to take Uh, note whether you want to be somebody who has like a hundred continuous episodes, two hundred continuous episodes week on week. You're coming up with a podcast, or you know, biweekly you're coming up with a podcast. It's totally up to you. If you can produce that much, great. But if you are mm-hmm. someone like me who believes that no, I'm only going to give out ten episodes or twelve episodes or eight episodes, but all of them I'll ensure are quality episodes, and I can only do this much, and it'll be a season for me. um then that's a different conversation so i was i was that i was like no i'm not going to go on this bulk train where i can't keep mm. producing and i can't i can't tell you tomorrow my business needs me more than my podcast i i can't do that so since right. i had something else going on for myself um so i realized that season is what works for me and i will i will uh, license out what i already have ready so out of the conversations that i was having i had a very lucrative conversation with audible on that and uh, they were happy to uh, not only get the season 1 and 2 which was already available on all the other platforms but um, they were really interested on in what i was doing next and all these conversations are happening during the pandemic during the lockdown space and hmm. uh, since all of us were at home it was very easy finally to get in touch with a lot of these biz- uh, business executives you know the decision makers was a lot easier i think a lot of people hmm. listening to this podcast might agree that a lot of people who were inaccessible or who didn't have the time before they are actually giving it a listen now because work from home is kind of cut down the commute time so it gives you right. more chances to meet up and greet people who you otherwise can't meet and uh, with audible that's what happened it was easier for me to have a conversation with their execs um who were sitting in uh, not in india but outside india and uh, once that conversation happened they saw merit in what i had done uh, they did ask me about my analytics i presented my listenership data i presented my analytics they asked me about you know um, to make presentations on what the future of this podcast could be where my listeners are sitting uh, why is this so important for me to share this kind of a thing and why would anybody listen to it so you know very basic questions if you can come up with a deck for that um mm-hmm. that will take you places and that's what i did and again this was my business background that helped me create these decks and be ready and right. i was already also don't forget i was trying to monetize the podcast since season 2 so i had i had had these conversations with multiple people i was trying to actually find brands to sponsor my podcast and mm-hmm. you know trying to plug their uh, content in somewhere during the podcast as well so i'd had this conversation with several brands but i wanted something which um which synchronizes with my brand very nicely like i didn't want it to be a, you know a, a kids cycle brand presenting right. business podcast it just doesn't make sense mm-hmm. so yeah so i was trying to avoid those conversations from very eager uh, clients but i was trying to go to people who really made sense to me but i dropped the idea completely because um, for people who matter at least this particular product it meant that i had to do things which are out of character for the podcast it would have looked like a forced ad it would have looked like a forced sponsorship uh, you know in in film advertising in podcast advertising kind of thing i didn't want that mm-hmm. 
so that's the reason i went through this route of okay maybe i can start creating content for others and when they came up with the licensing deal i was super happy and with season 3 it was exclusive with audible so i i'm not on any other platform except audible for season 3 and that's why you right. can listen to yeah. it uh, for a, for a locked in period of time and um, yeah i was extremely grateful to audible because um, i myself listen to a lot of uh, audio audiobooks on audible um, okay. big big fan of a lot of content that they put out and a lot of my good friends um, are also like i said the, the big business people a lot of them are authors who've penned books on that platform so i was aware of this for some time now and i knew the kind of credibility that kind of brand could bring to me if we if we were able to license and place the show uh, on audible and that's what happened and it was brilliant the association was brilliant the entire team at audible was extremely accommodating uh, and you know it's nothing like having a whole extra arm to help with your production your editing your marketing your everything i mean it's just mm-hmm. it just makes it that much more professional that much more easier to get your product out not that i'm not doing my own bit if you see my social media handles we're there every day at it 24/7 promoting it okay. and and you of course promoting the concept of podcast so i think now i've gone beyond just my podcast people who matter but i'm trying to really build listenership within at least my immediate follower circle follower universe um the social universe and trying to get more people attracted to this concept of podcast so on my platform you see i constantly cross promote a lot of podcasts both hmm. in us regional australian singaporean podcasts i keep promoting them on my pat- platform because i think the the habit of listening has to come back in india has been a space you know which were always very radio friendly we loved right. our radio we loved our audio programs and predominantly all of us at least i'm a 90s kid so most predom- most of my young life was in the 90s and at that point of time audio still had a lot more power than video and we were still listening to a lot of audio programs uh, uh, not just watching videos so i think mm. that that kind of nostalgia and that kind of habit is something that i i really believe is coming back because with the pandemic more people you know working from home there's no distinction between uh, work life and your personal life and you right. only get that break time of unwinding at the end of the day and most people the podcast listenership is always high towards the night than in the afternoons or mornings and um, and that's why people are picking up podcasts of sorts or when you're working out in the morning or you know you're just doing your daily errands or you know your basic chores if you're doing it i think that's what you're doing in the mornings but uh, right. uh, this is where podcast is so i think for me it's gone beyond just monetizing it but if i am a credible source right if i come on uh, your platform and i talk about it people are going mm-hmm. to probably listen to it and probably get tips and ideas on how to do this more and probably right. the podcasting community as such worldwide will grow more beyond what we have imagined already that's right yeah okay wonderful so uh, one last question that i have for you uh, for somebody as in uh, like you for somebody who already have uh, you know something that they are busy doing uh, if they are to look at starting a podcast what could be what are the three things that you recommend that they take care of before they actually start their podcast mm okay that's a deep one i'm going to take a deep breath and try to answer that one <laughs> okay um all right uh, so i think one is if you have something else which is like your core work area uh, where you're already having some sort of um, activities that keep you busy it could be anything it could be right from your you know your commitment towards your family is a big thing and a lot of podcasters are actually work from home dads and moms who are creating content so if that is if that is something that is your mainstay make sure that doesn't get disturbed no matter what else you do in life so i made sure that yeah. my business and my personal life didn't get really affected i have a very supportive family and husband and um, they made it really really easy for me to just go out and fly so make sure that core space is um, safe and it is already built to a certain extent that it it doesn't need your every minute's attention right yeah. i mean a lot of businesses right. might not be 10 year old and then you start a podcast no a lot of people like you you were saying earlier in the conversation somebody is a startup today and they want to start a podcast parallelly well i know it's really tempting because when you start out right you don't have that much work you're still hustling you're trying to get the clients in and you're trying to push your product i know it's very tempting Correct. to then just break into a podcast whenever you have free time maybe you can do that if you're somebody who's good at multitasking compartmentalizing uh, different activities of your life uh, separately then you can do that but i would still recommend let that grow to a certain stage and then pick up something like podcasting because podcasting is nothing but consistency i mean if you if you can't consistently come back every week or every other week and create content produce it edit it market it um then it's really difficult for the podcast to sustain so definitely okay. manage your core business second is consistency be sure what you're getting into 
I mean, the topic that you choose, right? Extremely important mm. that it has a future. It has scope of right. growth. It should be a wide umbrella topic that you're talking about. For example, there are a lot of parental podcasts and they talk about, you know, um, mom podcasts and dad podcasts and things like that. It's a great, interesting topic. And there's always something new happening every week uh, or every right. day rather. So it's very easy to come up with content. And it's a great umbrella topic to, you know, uh, plug your podcast under so for me people who matter is literally people who matter so i'm going to be talking to people across the world now not just in india our latest season also have people from us um so i'm going to be talking to everybody around the world who has something to share in the topics that i and you are interested in so that that's what i chose as an umbrella topic so i think that is important um make a okay. topical choice um in which has future in terms of future growth of episodes seasons etc um and yeah like i said consistency and hard work they go a long way uh, podcasting journey needs a lot of patience because nothing happens immediately including your audience growth organic reach marketing budgets monetizing of course it should be the last thought in your mind right now because um first you have to test your product out and see how good it is what kind of listenership it has enhance your production quality enhance your writing quality enhance your editing quality work on yourself invest in yourself so that you produce something really good and then i think the world will follow right great nice points so that was a very interesting conversation with a lot of insights uh, bhargavi you know uh, and i'm sure uh, not just people who want to start a business podcast but i think even if somebody is looking to start a podcast as a hobby there is a lot of thing uh, you know takeaways that they would uh, get from this conversation so thanks a lot for coming on the show sharing the insights and the tips and the tricks uh, it was wonderful chatting with you and uh, thanks once again Absolutely my pleasure Dilip thank you so much for hosting me on podcasting university i think it's really cool uh, the kind of name that you have for your show um, i think yes we do need more establishments like this for podcasting <laughs> <laughs> and i'm going to make sure i listen to more episodes of yours uh, probably to gain some more insights on what i do so thank you very much thanks a lot uh, you have a wonderful rest of the day thank bye you. you too bye i hope you enjoyed this conversation with bhargavi if you did then don't forget to subscribe to the podcasting university to stay updated with the latest episodes that we come out with do visit the podcastinguniversity.com for the show notes and the resources mentioned in this episode if you are new to podcasting then you might want to join the 4 day email course about the absolute basics of podcasting at the podcastinguniversity.com head over to the podcastinguniversity.com and sign up for the free course today This Hub Hopper original is available on other podcasting platforms like Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, etc. in addition to Hub Hopper. If you like this show, do take some time out and rate the show on Apple Podcasts because your ratings and your reviews help in the overall ranking of this show on Apple Podcasts. That is all that I have for this episode. I'll be back again the next week with another interesting conversation with another interesting guest. Until then, keep listening to the Podcasting University and you all have a wonderful rest of the week. इस हब हॉपर ओरिजिनल को सुनने के लिए आपका शुक्रिया अगर आप भी अपना पॉडकास्ट लॉन्च करना चाहते हैं तो हब हॉपर स्टूडियो वेबसाइट पे रजिस्टर करें और एक मिनट के अंदर अंदर अपना खुद का पॉडकास्ट लॉन्च करें यही नहीं स्टूडियो देता है आपको पूरी आजादी कहीं भी कभी भी अपना पॉडकास्ट लॉन्च करने की सिर्फ तीन आसान स्टेप्स में तो साथ में अपना पॉडकास्ट शुरू करने के लिए तैयार जस्ट हॉप ऑन हब हॉपर सिंपली कॉन्टेंट